Stay tuned. Shalom. Shalom. to final broadcast of wedification for the year 2021 god has been good to us god has been faithful and after almost 365 days we're ending this year with a final broadcast for 2021 wow isn't god good i want to welcome everybody who has tuned in tonight is a wonderful night where we get to unveil the theme for the coming year and speak a little bit about it and then um that'll be it for the year and then we'll 
tell us a few things also that we are looking to achieve in the coming year. May the Lord help us. Shall we share a word of prayer, a prayer before we start? Father, we thank you for a wonderful year that you have shown yourself to us. You have manifested in various dimensions. We thank you, Father, for the many things you have done. Even things that we've forgotten that you have done for us. That Times you have come through for us. Times when we were sick and you healed us. Times when we were going through hardships, but you came through for us. Times when we did not even expect it, but you still were able to bless us. You still were able to come through for us. When we needed you, Father, you were there. And so tonight, we want to appreciate you. We want to bless you. We want to honor you. We want to give you all the praise and all the glory. Be exalted. Father, be exalted tonight. We ask that Holy Spirit, you take absolute control over this night's meeting and that because by prayer we can reach anyone, we pray that everyone who listens under the influence of my voice will be impacted by the Holy Spirit and that their lives will never remain the same. May their lives be projected onto a higher dimension. May they receive of the Lord. May they receive the inheritance according and due them by the year 2022. Lord, let this declaration be a part of their daily lives. In Jesus' precious name, have we prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Once again, I want to welcome you to the final broadcast for the year 2021. And let me say that, let me say that um, as verification, we don't actually own the rights to the third-party audios. And so we post the audios because it is for the purposes of promotional use only. And we are backed by Section 107 of the Copyright Act Law of 1976, which allows us to use it for the fair use only. And so we are covered for this purpose as well. God richly bless you for tuning in tonight. Tonight, I want to start by announcing the theme for 2022. I believe we sent the information out um, during, I think yesterday the information went out, the flyer went out. So some of you would know the theme already. But officially, I want to announce the theme for 2022. And it is, 2022 is the year of the Holy Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. I thought you clap wherever you are. It is the year of the Holy Spirit. Now, the Lord gave me this and the Lord impressed upon my heart that in this year of 2022 that we are entering into, personally, he wants me to know more about the Holy Spirit. And he wants other people that I reach out to by virtue of this platform that they will also have develop an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. Beloved, 2022, we are going to learn together about the Holy Spirit. We are going to know who the Holy Spirit is, how he operates, what he likes. And I'm going to recommend a book at the end of tonight's meeting that we will all try and get. And we will read through the book. We will have discussions on this, on this platform. We will go through the book chapter by chapter and it will help us as well, as well as the normal scriptural references of the Holy Spirit. We'll discuss and I'll bring on 
resource persons as time goes on during the year who will also come and top up on on their knowledge and experience with the holy spirit and so 2022 is our year of the holy spirit a year of knowing the holy spirit a year of walking with the holy spirit a year of fellowshipping with the holy spirit a year of hearing from the holy spirit a year of walking in the power by the grace and the help of the holy spirit and so this this coming year is a mighty year as we know the holy spirit as we build intimacy with the holy spirit beloved it will shock us that we walk in power we walk in authority we will walk as men who know god because we have an intimate walk with the holy spirit let us be ready let our hearts be ready let our minds be ready let every part of us be ready for this experience and i believe that god will come through for us and the coming year will be an awesome year hallelujah praise the lord praise the lord and so tonight i want to do a, a, a quick you know introduction about who the holy spirit and what he does who the holy spirit is and what he does something brief on that just for today and then we'll end tonight broadcast for the year and we'll resume on fire for 2022 as we move into getting to know the holy spirit it'll be an awesome time and i believe god will come through for us hallelujah and so who is the holy spirit and what does he do so this message is an attempt to understand who the holy spirit is and to also understand what he does hallelujah so i want to read a scripture from the book of first corinthians chapter 2 from verse 1 to 16. first corinthians chapter 2 from verse 1 to 16. and so i read if you have your bibles you can also read along with me it says and so it was with me brothers and sisters when I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you, except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom but on God's power. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God has destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him. These are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given to us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught us by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. 
The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. The person with the Spirit makes judgments. The person with the Spirit makes judgment about all things. But such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. Verse 16. For who has known the mind of the Lord, so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Beloved, that is 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1 to 16. Who is the Holy Spirit and what does he do? So tonight, let me begin by saying this, that it is not easy being the Holy Spirit. Now, I'll explain why I'm saying so. Why I'm saying it is not easy for the Holy Spirit to be the Holy Spirit. Why? Because in verse 14, we find out the answer. Where it says, the man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him. And he cannot discern or he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. So, things that come from God are decoded by the Spirit of God to be able to understand and accept. Therefore, a man without the Holy Spirit will naturally not accept anything coming from God because he does not see it as, as anything wise but foolish. And it is not easy being the Holy Spirit in this context of Scripture. Why? Because the Holy Spirit has a history of being resisted. Where in this text is resistance? It says clearly, the man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. So, the Holy Spirit is not easy being the Holy Spirit because anybody without His Spirit resists Him, does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. So the Holy Spirit has been resisted a lot of times by many people, by you, by myself. We have resisted him before. The Holy Spirit is also, you see, it's also not easy to be the Holy Spirit because he has a history also of being ridiculed. People laugh at the Holy Spirit. Bible says, for they are foolishness to him. Second, second Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 14, for they are foolishness to him. For they are foolishness to him. So, anyone without the Spirit of God resists the Holy Spirit. Anyone without the Spirit of God ridicules the Holy Spirit. Because it is foolishness to him. So, the Holy Spirit is going through a lot. He has feelings. Hallelujah. So, it's not easy being the Holy Spirit because he's resisted. He's ridiculed. And number three, he's misunderstood. Because in the same verse 14, in 1 Corinthians 2, tells us clearly that he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. So anybody without the Spirit of God, without the Holy Spirit, does not understand the things of the Spirit. Because the things of the Spirit must be understood by the Spirit. So anyone by having the Spirit of God, having the Holy Spirit, is able to understand the things of the Spirit. Because the things of the Spirit are decoded by the Spirit. So if you want to understand the Spirit, 
you must decode by the Spirit. If you want to move in the things of the Spirit, you must understand the technicalities of the Spirit to be able to move in the things of the Spirit. You must be able to discern, to know what to do, how to do it, when to do it, what to say, how to say it. All these things must be discerned. There must be an understanding. But a man without the Spirit of God has no understanding. It is foolishness to him. A man without the Spirit resists God. Does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. Praise the Lord. So I'm building up the point now. So based on what I've just said, it is completely understandable that of the three persons in one God, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we are the least. Listen, we human beings have the least knowledge about the person of the Holy Spirit, about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. We have less knowledge. Why? Because many many of us believers, we don't want to be, we don't we don't build a relationship with the Holy Spirit. We are moving through the Christian life, whereas we have been sent a helper by Jesus. Jesus has sent a helper to us. Who is supposed to help us? Who is supposed to teach us all things? Who is supposed to lead us into all truth? Who is supposed to help us to live the Christian life? Who is supposed to help us to bear fruits, fruits that will last? But yet, he is the least person among the three persons in one God who we are we don't have we don't have knowledge. We don't have knowledge about the person of the Holy Spirit. We have no knowledge concerning the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And so tonight we want to look at who the Holy Spirit is and what the Holy Spirit does. Who is he and what does he do? So let's begin tonight by answering the question who the Holy Spirit is. Now, simple put, the simple answer is that the Holy Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit is God. Bible says that the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters in the book of Genesis. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. So what happened in that context of scripture in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, is that God said, in other words, the Father said, let there be light. Now, what did the Father speak? The Father spoke the creative aspect of himself, which is the word of God. So the Father spoke the word. The Father proclaimed the word. And the Holy Spirit used the word or brought out the word into reality. So let there be light and there was light. And there was light means the Holy Spirit materialized light into being. Praise the Lord. So the Holy Spirit himself is God. There are three persons in one God. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God. The Father is God. The Son is God. They have, equ they are equal in essence, but they have different functions. The Father can receive worship. The Son can receive worship. The Holy Spirit can receive worship. Holy Spirit is God. What is the proof? I've given us a proof about, about, the, about the creation story. Another proof. Now, if you look at that scripture passage in the book of 1 Corinthians, the chapter 2, we see 
that the words God and Spirit are interchangeable or one and the same. Now, for example, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4 and 5, we see that the Spirit's power is also called God's power. So if you look at it carefully, in the verse 4, it just tells us that my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. Now, the Spirit's power is also God's power. Now, when you go to verse 5, it says, So that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. That can also be interchanged with the Spirit's power. So it can be, but on the Spirit's power. That tells us that the Holy Spirit is God. Now, when you go to verse 11 of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, we see that the very thoughts of God are the very thoughts of the Spirit. And it's clear in verse 11, For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So, the Holy Spirit is God. That's the first point. Who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is God. He's part of the Trinity. He is God. The second thing we need to see is that the Holy Spirit is not some impersonal force. He's not an impersonal force, beloved. He speaks to us. The Holy Spirit is not an impersonal force. He speaks. The Holy Spirit is not an it. He has feelings. He speaks. He has a voice. In the same scripture of 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9 and 10, the Bible tells us clearly, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. But God has revealed it by His Spirit. In other words, this statement, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. It means that God has revealed this by His Spirit. So God has spoken it out by His word, Spirit. So the Holy Spirit speaks to us. Bible says in the verse 10 that the Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. So the Holy Spirit searches all things. I can go on and on. Who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is one who knows the thoughts of God. He's, he's, he's the part of the Trinity of God, but he also knows the thoughts of God. So 1 Corinthians 2 verse 11 says, In the same way, nobody knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God knows the thoughts of God, and he gives, he downloads the thoughts of God to our human spirit by himself. So he is the medium, he is the channel by which we receive from God. Therefore, as I said earlier, if a man does not possess the Spirit of God, he cannot understand the things of the Spirit. He cannot discern it because he must have the Spirit to be able to discern. He must have the Spirit to be able to break and crack the code. Without the Spirit, he cannot do so. When you go to verse 13 of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Bible clearly tells us, he says, this is what we speak, not in words, taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, expressing spiritual truths in spiritual worlds. In other words, the Holy Spirit teaches us what God has freely given us. The Holy Spirit brings to reality the things that Christ has done for us through His Son, Jesus. The Holy Spirit brings to reality 
the things that we have are in Christ Jesus. Our inheritance, our entitlements in Christ. The Holy Spirit teaches us, brings to bear, brings to light. This is who the Holy Spirit is. He is God. He receives worship. He speaks to us. He searches all things. He knows the thoughts of God. He teaches us what God has freely made bare to us, has freely given to us. Hallelujah. Very important, the Holy Spirit. Remember tonight, I'm doing a brief introduction of this. For us to understand the theme for 2022, the year of the Holy Spirit. Oh, I'm excited. Hmm. Now, let me say this. Let's pretend that you have been asked to introduce a very special guest to a group of people. Now, though you have heard of this guest for a long time, you suddenly realize that you don't really know very much about him, but you have heard a lot about him. You know about things this person does, but you can't describe the, the guest as a person. What am I saying? This is the way many Christians feel about the Holy Spirit. Remember, in the scriptures, Jesus, in John 16, introduced the Holy Spirit to disciples. When he told them, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own, but he will speak whatever he hears. He will also declare to you what is to come. John 16, I think verse 12 or verse 13. So, some scriptures I want us to see that reveal three basic truths about the Holy Spirit. When we learn them, we'll be able to introduce the Holy Spirit to other people. And then we'll end it for tonight as a brief introduction. Then from next year, we'll take it bit by bit throughout the year and we'll exhaust the Holy Spirit. But you see, the Holy Spirit, we can't finish it. Oh, the Holy Spirit. It will also be a journey for myself. So let's all come on board and let us learn about the Holy Spirit for ourselves. It will be a blessing for us. We will grow in the Lord and we will see a difference in our work with the Lord. Hallelujah. So, the, 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 the three basic truths about the Holy Spirit. The first one is that He is all-powerful. The Holy Spirit is all-powerful. Now, Genesis chapter 1 and the verse 2 clearly tells us now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Now, we, we see the effect and, and the power of His presence at, at that mysterious and awesome moment of creation. When the earth was formless and void or empty, and when darkness had covered the surface of the waters. Now, this shapeless, purposeless blob of matter. You can imagine that 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 part of 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 you know the part of God's person that the Bible identifies as the Holy Spirit arrived with no warning and he began to do a wondrous thing. What was that? The Bible tells us in the verse 2 of Genesis 1, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Now the original word for hovering means brooded, which describes the, the action of a mother bird sitting on her nest of eggs 
In other words, God, the Holy Spirit, drew life out of the chaotic earth and produced light. Oh, let me let me pick it again. God, the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is God. Now, God, the Holy Spirit, drew life out of the chaotic earth. Let me say this: that there was a pre-Adamic earth, a pre-Adamic time. Before Adam was created, there was a pre-Adamic. We'll come back to that sometime during the year. Hallelujah. Now, so in the creation, the Holy Spirit appeared and began to hover over the waters. And, the, and I said, the original translation for hovering means brooded. And it depicts a mother bird who sits on the nest of her eggs. And so God, the Holy Spirit, from that context, like how a mother bird sits on the nest of eggs, the Holy Spirit brooded over the waters he drew life out of the chaotic earth and produced light so the creative power of the holy spirit in bringing the physical world into existence was not god's ultimate concern actually he's all powerful so that wasn't god's concern he knew that the man and woman who created will sin and become corrupt morally and become spiritually dead but in his love and mercy God through his spirit hovers over the lost person and brings life out of them that is why when you are born again it is the Holy Spirit that does the transferring of new life with the old life so the Holy Spirit brings life out of the death of that old life that corrupt life He's an all-powerful God He's an all-powerful God. Tonight, I'm just introducing us to who the Holy Spirit is. Some of you may know more, which is good. But tonight, I'm just doing an introduction about the Holy Hallelujah. Second point. The Holy Spirit is all-wise. Oh, hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is all-wise. He's an all-wise God is an all-wise God. Now, the scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10 and verse 11. These are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. So because the Holy Spirit is a person, we've identified that because He has feelings, He speaks, He teaches us and all of that. Because the Holy Spirit is a person, he possesses intellect. He knows the deep things of God. So he has intellect. He's a person. He possesses intellect. So he knows things. What things? He knows the deep things of God. Now, he knows all there is to know about God. That's what it means. To know the deep things of God is to know all there is to know about God. Now, the Holy Spirit's knowledge of God also includes all the divine truths that come from God. Let me say this. The first requirement of a good teacher is not a charismatic personality or is not somebody who has a good vocabulary, but knowledge of the subject he taught. So, a good teacher is one who has deep knowledge of the subject he or she is teaching. So, the Holy Spirit is a good teacher. Why? Because he knows that all the things there is to know about God. He knows the deep things of God. He's all wise. The Holy Spirit opens our understanding 
to the meaning of the scriptures. He shows us also how to apply the scriptures to our everyday living. So the Holy Spirit is our live-in teacher who is always and constantly ready to help us to understand God's word every time we read it and to always apply God's word. Now, we have established that the Holy Spirit possesses intellect because he knows things and he knows things as in the deep things of God. In other words, all there is to know about God, the Holy Spirit knows. He's all wise. Now, the Holy Spirit possesses emotion along with the intellect. That's why in Ephesians 4 and verse 30, Paul warned us not to grieve the Holy Spirit. Why? Because it, it, the Holy Spirit possesses emotion. Now, grief is a manifestation of emotion. So, if somebody is grieving, is expressing or bringing an outward emotion, an emotion that is manifesting. So, grief is a manifestation of an emotion. So, a person must have the ability to laugh before laugh can be grieved. Anybody cannot get up and be grieved for, 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 for grieving sake. No. One must have the ability to laugh before laugh can be grieved. So, Paul is warning us not to grieve the Holy Spirit. That tells us that the Holy Spirit has the ability to laugh and he loves us. So, he can be grieved. In other words, he possesses emotion. Now, the Holy Spirit is one with God. And because he's one with God, he also loves every believer whom he indwells. So any, anyone the Holy Spirit comes to live in, he loves the person. Therefore, he becomes sad, he grieves when we fail to respond to his teaching, when we fail to respond to his guidance. He has emotion. When in his own intellect, gives us the deep things of God, tells us all there is to know about God. And we fail to respond to his teaching. We fail to respond to his guidance. Beloved, he grieves. He grieves. He grieves. Hallelujah. Our third point. The Holy Spirit, he is everywhere. He is everywhere. The Holy Spirit is everywhere. Hallelujah. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Oh, he's every, every, everywhere. Now, I think um, uh, Psalm, Psalm 139, verse 7 to 10, the Bible tells us, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. Psalm 139, 7 to 10. Now, the Holy Spirit is everywhere. Now, it reminds me of surveillance cameras. Surveillance cameras are common today. Very common. Unlike first. Now they are very common. When you enter a bank, cameras watch you from the time you enter, as in from the time you leave your car or as you are entering the bank. When you go and stand at the teller's window and all that, the cameras are watching you. Now in Psalm 139, verse 7 to 10, we learn that God's Spirit observes us everywhere we go. And God's Spirit is sensitive to our every thought and our every action. Now, because the Holy Spirit is everywhere, is present everywhere, God's children, including yourself and myself, 
are constantly within the loving and caring circle of God's concern. So we are always a concern to God. Sometimes you can be disobedient, you can be rebellious, but God continues to own us. When we try to run away from God, God begins to run alongside us. If we, if we attempt to hide from the Lord, He's waiting for us in the hiding place. Beloved, He's everywhere. He's everywhere. And the beauty of it is that God never stops pursuing His children. Wherever they are away, what running may take them, He's like that loving shepherd who is walking through the dangerous, lonely parts of the night in search of one lost sheep. And beloved, when the shepherd finds that sheep, he puts him on his shoulders and he brings him home rejoicing. That is who the Holy Spirit is. Beloved, the Holy Spirit, oh, he is all-powerful. He is all-wise. And he is everywhere. He is everywhere. And in introducing the Holy Spirit, note that it is very important to understand that the Holy Spirit is not an it, but a person. Now, because the word translated spirit is a, a, what we call a neutral word, a neutral word in Greek. So the pronoun that refers to the Holy Spirit is sometimes translated as it. But when Jesus introduced the Holy Spirit in John 15 to his disciples, he said it clearly, he says, when the counselor comes, the one I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify. He didn't say it will testify. He said he will testify. So Jesus was not referring to an influence or to some mysterious power, but a person. Hallelujah. Yeah. And so tonight, I want to conclude this message, this short exposition on the Holy Spirit by saying that often we we cannot sense God's presence in our lives, you know, because of the darkness of sin, because of how we worry, because of the level of anxiety, because of the, sh- the different shades of suffering and death we go through, sometimes the problems of disease, sometimes the problems of suffering. But we need to remember that God came into the world in the presence of the Holy Spirit and, and, and He did that to provide a constant source of courage and strength. Beloved, the Holy Spirit is all-powerful. He's all-wise. He's present everywhere. Therefore, from now, and even as you prepare to enter the new year, understand that the Holy Spirit wants to walk with you. The Holy Spirit wants to have a relationship with you. The Holy Spirit wants to understand you as you also understand him he wants to make himself open to you he wants you to have a relationship with him as you are entering the new year tell the lord that holy spirit i want to walk with you in the coming year i want to walk with you i want to be your, your close friend in the coming year help me to have that relationship with you i want you to pray this prayer briefly in your heart talk to the lord the next few seconds tell the lord lord in the name of jesus i ask that the holy spirit will come and indwell me 
and that he shall make himself known to me, that I shall have a deep work with him in 2022. It is indeed my year of the Holy Spirit, because my knowledge in the Holy Spirit will increase, my relationship with him will increase, oh, and I shall be a career of him. And wherever I go, many will know that I walk with the Holy Spirit. Talk to the Lord in the next 15 seconds. Talk to Him. Thank you, Jesus. Talk to Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for giving us a brief expository message on the Holy Spirit. We pray that, Lord, in the coming years, you have given us the theme for the year, a year of the Holy Spirit, that we shall increase in grace, we shall increase in knowledge of the Holy Spirit, we shall be careers of Him, we shall project His power, His presence in our workplaces, in our schools, in our homes, wherever we find ourselves. It shall be a blessing. Thank you for 2021. Thank you for all the things you've done for us in the year. We appreciate it. We do not take it lightly, Lord. We bless you for this. We know that the coming year shall be greater. We know it shall be awesome. Because with you in our lives, we know that victory is assured. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. And so tonight, this brings us to the end of our last broadcast for 2021. And so, beloved, from next year, from next year, we are zooming into knowledge of the Holy Spirit. We're going to learn about the person of the Holy Spirit into details. Everything you need to know about the Holy Spirit. Now, there's a book by Prophet Achumanasi on the Holy Spirit, his latest book about the Holy Spirit. Um, we can get it at his church at Watered Garden in Dansuman. Um, as many of us that would want a copy, just let me know. I'll, I'll, I will I will reach out and uh, get us some as well. I think about 20 cities or so, I'm not too sure. But uh, if you're not in Ghana you want one, just let me know. Um, I'll, I'll see how we can get it to you as well. Alright, and I, and I know 31st December, most of us go to our various churches and, and we'll go and pray, thank God, prepare for the coming year. I pray that in the coming year, God will smile upon you and that God's hand will forever be upon you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And so thank you very much for tonight. Thank you for being a great partner in 2021. I am very grateful. God richly bless you. I don't take it lightly. And I pray that in the coming year, the partnership will grow and together will grow in the Holy Spirit, in the knowledge of Him, will possess the power and will be careers of Him. And so, Afi Shapa, a happy new year in advance to everybody on this platform. We love you so much. Keep praying for us. Expect the best in the coming year. And we know that together, the Lord shall see that through. Enjoy the rest of your evening and enjoy the rest of 2021 as you prepare to enter into the new year. God richly bless you. Shalom. Good night.
and goodbye. See you. 